The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. You remember listening to, I think, one of the radio stations used to have the lady who was on one of the... 94.5. Yes, that's the one. Aries. (laughs) You're going to have a wonderful day today. Taurus. Your day might be a little bit more average. (laughs) Gemini. Oh my God, I know the order. I don't. I've got no... Yeah, I know Leo, Virgo and uh, Libra in order just because it's my dad, me and then my mum. Love it. There's not one in between, is there? I think Gemini's before. No, Gemini. Leo, isn't it? No, Gemini's before Cancer. Gemini, Cancer, Leo. My goodness. Virgo. Is that then Sagittarius? Is that our next podcast making up? (laughs) Gemini. Today you may feel confused by your the duality of your soul. Gemini, so today you'll be a shitty car. <laughs> Taurus, today you will also be a shitty car. <laughs> hey. Oh, I love it. Actually, I don't really know what a Taurus is. It's, it's a me. It's a you? Yeah. Oh, you're a Taurus. Yeah. No, I meant the car. But yeah. You don't think of Tirana, are you? No, no, no. Taurus, Taurus for is Taurus a car. Is a thing. Oh, it's okay. like a, yeah. um, I think, is it like the American version of the Falcon? <laughs> Again, you look at me Falcon. for knowledge. I have Today no you're knowledge. Have a real- <laughs> Commodore. <laughs> no, isn't the Falcon a Mustang or something in America? No, so I don't know. No, like a, no, I, no, I don't think you should weigh in on this conversation. No. <laughs> Meanwhile, car fanatics, aka my husband, is listening to this and pulling his hair. <laughs> yeah, that's why, Chris, you should actually come and record with us. Yeah. Why? So he could just narrow. He could just correct us on every kind of car. No, he needs his own podcast about like Bathurst. He was watching it this morning. Awesome. Now people have a reference point lab, for when we record this. <laughs> yeah. I've never understood people that watch car racing. Not so much on TV. TV, okay, I get it. Because mm. they can follow the race and mm. you can get some good camera shots. People who actually go to the place and sit in the stands and watch the race because it's very fast and you're seeing the same thing over and over again. Shum. Yeah, shum. Shum. yeah, shum. just that. So, and you wait ten minutes and shum shum shum. Ten, shum. Wait, okay, it's not ten minutes because they're very fast. Right. Okay. <laughs> I they're going away. like 300 k's a mile. But don't they do like the laps of 100 miles? I don't know. I quite enjoy going to the speedway you know, as much a child. About car racing. <laughs> <laughs> the speedway, I'm practically an expert. The speedway was good though because yeah. it was like, you know, it, it was uh, one of those things where it was good. Until but, people died. Yeah, it was good. But like the worst thing was mm. you kind of wanted things to go bad. And oh, then, like, really? you're morally, like, because like, you're a kid, so you haven't, like, really de- fully developed your mm. morals at that stage. And, like, when things went bad, you're like, going, that's awesome. And not thinking, that's a person in that car that could yeah. die. That's true. But to be it? fair, I do watch some of the car races with Chris, and I'm like, oh, oh, they've had a crash. And I like to look, but things are a lot safer now that they than they used to be, especially, like, I think of the Formula One sort of stuff, like, and, and Setter and mm. all that. I love. Yeah, anyway. My, my favourite one was always the Demolition Derbies. Oh. Yeah. Did you ever go to Demolition Derbies? I think I went to one and then I also went to one of those monster truck thingies when I was young as well, which I was pretty excited about. 
Um, I think we're going to have to take my son to one of them because he has. He mon- he's obsessed with cars yeah. and monster trucks. He's taken after Chris. He's he's going to want to go, isn't he? Yeah, he mm. will. He will. He does like dinosaurs as well, and I have to break it to him at some stage that they don't exist anymore. They do. It's going to be awkward. To a well, the- in New Zealand. Just take him to New Zealand. Say, so here's Crocodiles. a dinosaur. Crocodiles are a dinosaur. Oh, true. Birds. But they still, they still. I don't think that crocodiles are technically dinosaurs. <sighs> I think that tuataras are the last dinosaur. They still exist though, because we, we're still digging them up. In, in fact, true. Um, no, we're digging up fossils, which is uh, not actually bones. So it's not really them. It's the deposits that have been left there after the bone has completely. You know, disappeared. I believe. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Thanks, Jurassic Park. Historical voice on. I believe they have actually found some. Well, actually, <laughs> let me a lady explain this for you. <laughs> I love it. I believe they've actually found some dinosaur bones, though. Like, the majority of them are fossils, but I think there are. Oh, I have no idea what I'm talking about, to be honest. No. So, no, I think I think that. Um, uh, there's a possibility that you're both right, but I think that Rachel sounds the most right. <laughs> it's She's the, the most confident. convincing. That's just because she got a good voice. Yeah. Yeah. She got a good voice when she puts it on. It, it's all about how you say it. Rachel, not what you say. <laughs> oh, my TV. God, you should be a politician. Oh, my God. I can just imagine no. you on the History Channel, though, like just being like, yeah, so dinosaurs and then like just but sounding really good. Dinosaurs were around at the same time as humans and I don't know why people don't believe that. Apart from Catholics, I mean, they were all right. <laughs> oh, we shouldn't do that, should we? No, probably not. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Talking about fossils and stuff like that, though, in Russia there's these areas where there's this thing called permafrost, which I think is short for permanent frost. So it's Yes, always- it is. So it's where the um the ground is solid frozen mm. in a permanent way but unfortunately <laughs> yeah. she just needed to lady explain it to you yeah but unfortunately this uh, this permafrost is becoming temporary frost because it's actually melting Ooh. and as it's but mel- global warming ain't real yeah no. and as this permafrost is melting it's actually uncovering mammoths oh my god that's super exciting but also really depressing but it's because like, of climate change yeah it's, it's depressing everything like that but so it's uncovering like woolly mammoths yeah okay just so we're clear dead wo- woolly mammoths yeah yeah can't take bryce <laughs> yeah, to the brusher and see a woolly mammoth damn it it's like oh that was a long sleep yeah. i feel like captain america <laughs> Yeah, they're dead. But, and they talk, my God. Yeah, they're dead, but they're like not fossils. They're actually intact wow. woolly mammoths. Wow. And people are going there and they're taking the tusks <gasps> and selling the tusks. No. But yeah. as like, you know, this will get, um, what's it? Don't they use it as like some sort of like sex, sex thing? Yeah, stu- it doesn't work. Aphrodisiac. Uh, like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, horns like and tusks and all that kind of stuff. It's the same stuff that's. This will get your horny old yeah. school. It's, a, it's made out of the same stuff that our fingernails are made out of. So, so just grow your fingernails yes. really long? Yeah, just just chew your fingernails. If you really think it works, chew your fingernails. That's you why you're so randy all the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> you chew your fingernails. <laughs> Sorry, that just came out. Ah, uh, dear. Oh, yeah, but then, they they just, and there they, they get, um, like, oh, they get about, what blew me away, though? It's going to be a long night. They get Sorry. For, for woolly mammoth tusks, right? Woolly mammoth tusks. They get ten thousand dollars. That doesn't sound like a lot of money for a woolly mammoth tusk. Like 
that's just it's just it's weird that they get no. getting but for them it's like a year's salary but like you know it still doesn't seem like a lot of money it's weird because like people would pay like a million dollars for like Elton John's sock or something yeah. <laughs> when you think about it but like something that's been preserved yeah. you know for like I don't even know how tens of thousands many hundreds years. of thousands ten grand million ten grand yeah. millions of years oh, I don't know this is where I don't know things mm. it's, it's, again not yeah. a history podcast. Yeah, and it seems to me that those mammoths would be worth a lot more money for science, for museums. You would think yeah. so. Like, th- these people are underselling themselves, really. Really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. But wasn't there something um, else about that permafrost melting, that there's actually a lot of new ba- – well, not new bacterias, but bacterias that – were captured in that permafrost are now coming out. Mm. As well. Oh, that's like an X Files episode. That's oh, a yeah. whole basis of like a whole episode, uh, like arc of of the X Files that you know um, people drill down to, into ice mm. and all of these like bi- biological warfare type things. So I can't remember. It was twenty years ago. Stop. Or do people turn them into, like, biological warfare Yeah, I, I can't things. remember. Wow. But, yeah, basically you defrost stuff and bad things happen. Mm. <laughs> That's generally how it works. My ice melted in my drink and then bad things happen. <laughs> <laughs> should um, should we start? We should. On an official level. On an official level. You called it, you can deal it. Okay. You're listening to Tangent City, which I'm sure you've already figured that out. Uh, Cecilia, Cat, Catherine, uh, Lady Splainer, uh, Lewis, and me, I'm Rachel. And um, today we're actually... Um, you brought to the table a very exciting. Well, I mean, it was good. We liked it. Don't know if it's. <laughs> no, I exciting. think we all got a little bit too excited. It's exciting about and it. scary. <laughs> I at did the same get very time. excited. I did. Mm. Um, so movies that have uh, hit some milestones, and we've got a list of twenty here. So we're going to break it down. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a bit of fun. Mm. Who, who would like to begin? Who would like to begin? Well. I think, like, when we first started, like, looking it up, and what movie were we waiting to watch? Was it Hustlers? We were waiting to see yeah. Hustlers, and we were just... Which was actually really good, because it gave me something to think about during the movie as well. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Does, Very did true. Cardi B ever do her, uh, like, in the movie, did she ever do the thing that she does? Um, she's She's got, like, weird vocal tics. I don't know who Cardi B is. Do you is. know what? Was she the I blonde s- one? No. no. I swear Cardi B was on screen for maybe a minute. Oh, okay. At one point with She used to be else. a stripper and now she's a rapper. Right. And, um, like, she's got some beef with Nicki Minaj or something. They're, You're know. saying words I don't understand. Oh, <laughs> I think she was the one that ran Yeah, let me get up and floss uh, for you. And was like... Ran off when the police was it? Who came? Someone came and then she ran off. And yeah, like this and then we never saw her again. I think that was Cardi B. Does right. anyone know how to floss? My nephew taught me last week. I, I, I was very excited when I, I got it. I right. usually start my with hip the front out. teeth, <laughs> <laughs> the front teeth, and then work my way back. Right. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I start from the back and work my way forward. Okay, make it easier. Yeah. I just go with whatever I feel for that day, really. Yeah. Did you top first or bottom? Oh, bottom. Do you do it every day? Or is it one of those, oh, yeah, I really should floss kind of things? You just like. <sighs> should do it every day, but you just forget. So yeah. Nobody does it every day yeah. apart from if like dental claims, nurses. I reckon it's bad for your gums probably to do it every day. Oh, I did. I, I, they say it's not because it makes them stronger. Oh, really? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Again, with my, inf- I have to say it with, you know, confidence and then people will believe me. <laughs> 
<laughs> mainly do it when I eat meat and it gets stuck and I'm like, yeah. oh, that's going to taste gross later. <laughs> <laughs> Better floss the taste gross tomorrow, might floss. <laughs> no, I floss more than that. Um, so what's the flossing that you were referring to? Oh, so the dance, the right? dance that mm. people do. Is it, is it oh, just like shaking yeah. your hips and like your, your hands go on the front? And yeah, the yeah you and... say that, but can you do it? I Hold see on. old people do it, right, for fun. And I'm Ted like, Dance they're doing going it now. to there's pop a, there's a... their hips right out. So the whole idea is to get like the hips going the opposite way to the hands. <laughs> oh, oh, don't take out your arm. <laughs> no, <laughs> Now she's just spinning in a circle. <laughs> I think, yeah, and then you just get faster. And f- I can't do it. It's, I can't coordinate that many this things. Is too much. Once. Yeah, I don't have the capacity I, no, for that. No, But watching Ted dance and doing it is a glorious he thing. He can do it. He yeah. can do it. Yeah. I'm just glad this is not, like, recorded. Recorded. Yeah. yeah. Next time. It's one day. We're Other gonna... than vocally. You, um, so, uh, first film. What's, uh, what's the first <laughs> film? This, this one here? Oh, the first one Well, is... what's the ground rules for this? Because, like, we're looking it's, at old movies we... that are celebrating anniversary, but what, what to use as worth celebrating? Well, where did this list even come from? How did we even get onto this? I think I was thinking that it might be cool to talk about one film that had reached a milestone, and then we looked up a whole list of them, and then Kat and I were sitting there going, wow, that's 15 years, wow, that's 10 years. Um, just basically making us all feel old. So we just thought basically. it might be a good idea, but I can see that your list uh, ranges from 10 right through to 85 years. So that's so incredibly comprehensive. I thought we'd split it in two mm. and get progressively older, or do you want to couple them into different – do we just want to tick them off as they pop into I, our brain sacks? I just think we just talk just like we normally do. Yeah. Mm. Like I don't, I don't think that there should be an order to this because – we're a kind of disorderly bunch. <laughs> we are a disorderly bunch. How dare I write down a list? <laughs> no, it gives us a degree it's, of focus. It's a good focal, li- yeah, because then at least mm-hmm. we've got the years as well because, yeah. you know, I don't know how many years something's been. I'm a long time or not a long time most True. of the time. So, um, yeah. I think we were saying how some of them, most of them are surprising, but there's yeah. only a couple on there. Like, for example, Pulp Fiction is 25. That one doesn't surprise me. That does feel like it should be 25. But most of the others on here, I'm like, nah, that doesn't feel right. Like the Sixth Sense. Yeah, yeah. I, Sixth 20 Sense years. That's crazy. I can't believe that. So, like, Haley Joel Osment is like... I think like, that's the only reason that it's not so crazy is because we've seen yeah. him in, in roles recently. Yeah, and he's so, all beardy and... Yeah, and, like, he's older and stuff. And so it's just, like, that kind of ages the film, if you know what I mean. It does. But it's... Yeah, it is bizarre to think that it's... Because I just imagine everything is... Oh, that was about 10 years ago that came out. Yeah, yeah that's my general That's my general. Range. Yeah, about 10 years ago. Yeah, same. <laughs> Eight to ten. I keep thinking the nineties is ten years ago. Oh, no, it's really. not. <laughs> it's really not. Oh, we're all the nineties is a long time ago. Uh, apparently, um, but um, yeah, you've got uh, there's two. Well, the thing that kind of cracked me up at the beginning was that um, so this year we had the release of Gemini Man. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah. And we've got that new, like, that new technology that um, has been developed by Ang Lee. Um, he developed the technology specific, or I'm he sought sure. out yeah. the technology specifically for his movie because mm-hmm. he wanted to make everything so real. Mm. He's got a character that's purely CGI, which is just crazy. <laughs> um, and I'm not saying it's a particularly great movie overall, but it is groundbreaking. 
And so it's it was, incredible that that comes 10 years after Avatar. Because yeah. mm. this is the high frame rate 3D. Mm. And uh, it was it, it was kind of weird because it was like uh, that, that jump when you go from a normal TV to an HD TV or HD TV to a 4K yeah. TV. Mm. And it's that it looks so real it looks unreal kind of a situation yeah remember when we got our tv and we were just like going yeah Yeah, i did not i was weirded out yeah in in a big way but i mean it's sort of the same avatar when you think about it not a fantastic movie i think we were all really blown away at the time and the the things i mean he waited so james cameron waited so long to make this film because he had to wait for the technology to be created or he had to create it himself Mm -hmm. and um for the so when I saw it for the first time, I was like, "This is mind blowing. This is amazing. This is perfect." And then I tried to watch it again. I was like, "This is boring. This is Pocahontas. <laughs> this is boring. This yeah. is just there's not." But it was a whole incredible because it was the first movie that was shot in three D. Is that correct? That was the technology that he used. So it was the first movie that was shot directly onto three oh, D. Yeah, so he shot he shot it in three D. Yeah, but then it was also like largely animated as well. Yeah, because all, mm. uh, all, all the blue cats. Yeah, all that stuff was all basically animated. Um, so it was a, a revolutionary film from from that standpoint. And I think that's probably why people kept going back and watching it just to you know experience that depth of you know the depth you get from that uh, experience. But now now the uh, the um, uh, high frame rate 3D. It's it's even more. And mm. did you guys find with that as well? You, you did you just feel like some things came out of the screen at you, like yeah, because that you didn't get that with the old 3D. The old 3D it was more of a depth thing, and the, the like the really old 3D was more of a come out of the screen at you kind of a thing. Mm. But when they got the new 3D, it was kind of more of a, a depth in the, the the picture. This one is a combination of both. I think. Yeah, there was that really cool motorbike scene, mm. and I actually felt like I was on the back of the motorbike mm-hmm. that's how close it actually fell so I, and when he was walking along the street and the younger will smith is up the top and he's walking along i almost felt like i was walking alongside yeah um that you know, reality yeah it felt so real felt and i think real. that that was something that you really you felt like you're in the movie mm. not so much that it was happening around you necessarily but like you were it was very immersive in that way wow. yeah, yeah almost like a bystander yeah. like you were just there and you were watching all this unfold it's a way to put could, it. could you imagine going doing one of those um 5D cinemas in America yeah. where the, well, the seat moves and mm. they pump smells into They've the They've got theater. one in Melbourne. They've got one in Melbourne This well. is why I keep on telling you I want to go to Melbourne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you keep on conveniently forgetting. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so it's kind of incredible. And then I guess in between, so in that 10-year period, you've got where they quite often upscale the movies into 3D. So, you know, they... The technologies and they, they sort to make, and I hate it when they upscale, mm. especially when it's like action based. It's always so jumpy and horrible. But it's just interesting. I think that 10 year period is, is interesting. I, I'm like, we'll find it uh, interesting to see if, um, you know, the new Avatar film, obviously it is going to have to have this high frame rate mm. 3D. Yeah. Like he can't come back and just do what he did before. So I'd be interested to see if it's as popular as the first one because the first Avatar, we say 10 years, but I thought the first Avatar came out in 2008, so it's probably more like 11 years at this stage. Um, mm, maybe. And, uh, yeah, but it does seem like a long time. Like, and, and he's been talking about these sequels for so long. I do feel like it was – I felt like it, this is the only one in the list where it felt like it was a longer period, of, like long, longer ago. Mm-hmm. 
that's not that sounds like bad grammar <laughs> just roll with it <laughs> but then you think of like like you're saying all the technologies that have come afterwards mm. and you think about the matrix which is 20 years old which is crazy and you think of all of the stuff that was filmed um and all of the uh different things that they did in that film that suddenly went into every other action film and it's not an action film unless it has these particular things and the slow down bullet stuff the you know, there's heaps of stuff that has come from... What was that stuff where they recorded around them as they were moving? It's like it 360 called? camera yeah. They did something interesting with The Matrix and I can't remember what it was. I'll have to look at it because they did something where it's like, I feel like they filmed backwards for some... They had a whole... Like, they, did it for so- they did it for Swordfish as well where they basically had a whole bunch of cameras all lined up mm. in a semicircle and this is in Swordfish, and they did an explosion, so you could see the explosion happen oh, across the like angles. across all of the different mm. angles, and all like it just continued on and was quite effective. And I feel like they did something similar for the for the Matrix. They did because in, um, at Acme in Melbourne, you can do that thing. They've got a room set up with the cameras, and you can do that thing where you can jump mm. in the air or do whatever, and it does it. Isn't it called Bullet Time? Oh, maybe that sounds familiar. Mm. Yeah. But I, I, I just imagine if you have never seen The Matrix, if you're a younger person and you see The Matrix today, whether it still holds up and you or you watch it and you think, gee, all of this, I've seen all this before, but it's like, well, this is where it all originated. Mm. This is where all of that happened and it started. But um, I really do need to rewatch it. I'm pretty sure it still holds up. I don't think we've watched it in quite some time. So 20 years, so that was what? 99. 99, okay. But that did they release every year or were they every two years? Oh, the I Matrix. Felt like, yeah. No, there was a gap. Yeah, that's why yeah. I thought that there was a gap because I was quite sure I'd seen the second one and the third one with you, but mm. we didn't get together until what, 2002? Yeah. yeah oh, my right. God, you guys have been together for such a long time. <laughs> I love that you don't know when to laugh or cry. <laughs> I'm just surprised. It I know. Just, it just, the time goes past really quickly. It does. Oh, here we go. So it's bullet time. You're right, Lewis. So the famous swirling shot of Neo's gravity-defying backbend was made using a rig that contained 120 individual digital still cameras and two film cameras. The still images were carefully stitched together to create the shot frame by frame. The first test shot of the bullet time effect gave a nearly 360-degree view of an exploding trash can. Ah, so, so, yeah, I think they ended up doing something similar in, in Swordfish after mm, that. Yeah. The uh, John Travolta film, which Is I Halle remember. Barry in that? Yeah. Yeah, and I vaguely remember it. I want to say Hugh Jackman, but I'm sure that's wrong mm, I um, because I think that was before his heyday. But I, I don't remember anything about that film other than that big explosion. And, um, yeah, that's literally it. Um, it was like, and there's something else, but I'm no, I can't sure remember anything I, all else. All I remember from that movie, if it's the right one, is Halle Berry sunbaking in a white bikini with one of those, you know, those reflecty boards mm. around her face? You know, those things? Yeah. That oh, yeah. It yeah. was a, a well-talked about scene because she was quite scantily clad, so it became a huge big deal. Yeah. <laughs> it was Hugh Jackman. <clears throat> oh, there oh, you go. It? Yeah. How good's my memory? It's How old's pretty, the film? Don Cheadle. That's quite a long mm. time ago now. I remember that film was, that's got to at least be 15, 20. 2001. Oh, wow. Wow. Okay, so it's two years after The Matrix. Mm. So, oh, that's that's interesting. 
Wow. Yeah. Mean Girls is 15 years old. I know. That's bizarre. <gasps> that is bizarre, isn't it? I remember watching that for the first time, like actually going and getting it from the blockbuster and being like, yeah, this looks like a cool movie. I'm I don't know how that. I experienced that for the first time. I think just on TV and I was like, oh, this movie's amazing. I remember my dad laughing so loudly at some of the scenes in this film. Like, I still remember that. It's ingrained in my brain. I want to repeat some of the quotes, but for some reason, the only quotes I can remember are really not, I don't think I should repeat. (laughs) Really? Why? It's not my fault I have a wide set vagina. (laughs) (laughs) It's so so funny that like Lindsay Lohan was like, you know, touted touted as the next big thing and, Mm. you know, it was all going her way and then she just managed to really derail derail her career. (laughs) I know. And and it happened not long after. So she's been off the wall for a long time. Mm. Mm. And and, uh, there's a scene where uh, she talks about, I remember the the day when so-and-so asked me the date it's October the 3rd. It popped up on my uh, oh, Facebook the other yeah. day and I'm like, oh, it's Bryce's birthday. Who knew it was such an important <laughs> date in movie history? Oh, that's cool. Oh, dear. It is a very memorable movie for its quotes and I think a lot of people, you know, I hear a lot of people quote this film. Just like, you know, oh, on Wednesdays we wear pink or whatever the day is. And fetch. So fetch. And oh, my God, you can't just ask people why they're white, Karen, or whatever she says. And- <laughs> I just always remember all the people in that room uh, and they're all, I can't help it that I'm beautiful or whatever. And <laughs> Lacey Chevette falls back and no one catches her. Yeah. And then there's somebody else there that's like, do you even go here? I don't, but I've got just so many feelings. <laughs> Don't Why can't go. we all just bake a cake and eat it or something? <laughs> <laughs> it's quite... For it's, it's still funny. It's a very funny film and it still holds up today. You can watch that film if you've seen it before and laugh. You can watch that film if you've never experienced it and laughed. I think for comedy, uh, it, it really was a great film. Tina Fey did a good job. And I love... She's like... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's raining. It's like I a can- 5% chance it's already raining outside. <laughs> yeah, with the barrettes. <laughs> and then the scene where they're, like, on the phone and she's like, I can't go out. I'm sick. <laughs> Ooh, you whore. Or something like that. <laughs> Ooh, you, you whore. Oh, gosh. I think that's the first time I saw Amanda Siegfried and the first time I saw Rachel McAdams. Yeah. And then Lacey Chabert, I'm like, oh, hey, it's the little kid from Party of Five. Yeah. So I, I didn't even know who Lisa, uh, Lindsay Lohan was. I was like, who is this? I think I remembered her from – did Freaky Friday come out beforehand? Oh, uh, you know what? I think it did, it but did. I saw it after. No, no I'm pretty sure it Freaky Friday. 2003. Yeah, Freaky Friday, then it was Mean Girls. So I, I remember watching Freaky Friday, so I uh, knew who Lindsay Lohan was. And now you can catch up with Lindsay Lohan on uh, the, the Masked Mas- Singer. Masked Singer. Yeah, that's what it is. Yep. Oh, my I, God. I don't know why, really? but yeah. she needs money. She needs that money. And someone was willing to pay her. I just don't understand. Like, they just, why? why? It's a train wreck that people enjoy watching. It's terrible. Not not the show itself, but her. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the show's a train wreck as well. Because Amanda Bynes was like that as well. She was a train wreck for a while. And it was like, I I remember signing up to her Twitter just to see what kind of random stuff she was going to say. And then I started feeling awful because it was clear that she was going through something big, like Mm. a mental like that she was mentally not right. And then I started feeling guilty for like reading her tweets and thinking, oh, she's psycho when she possibly could be. Yeah. And so we're like, oh, this kind of feels to be said dirty. for the lack of support that some of those younger actors. <clears throat> I feel horrible like to think get. that they go, like they're exploited from such a young age. Mm. 
like yeah. by their parents mostly and you know thrown into this kind of life of just work 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 and then they have so much money they don't know what to do with it they spend all their money they can't get work I mean but they're not given the tools to deal with the no, fame either it's no. just like the, like you know like footballers they yeah. kind of go off the rails a bit if they get too famous too young yeah cousins. <laughs> um like it it just seems to be a bit of a pattern because they no one see everyone sort of focuses on what they do and they are allowed to just focus on that but they're not actually given the tools that I guess the rest of us develop through going through like a normal childhood Mm. like you know we go to school and so you learn how to develop like a support network and that kind of stuff whereas these people are almost isolated while they just focus on that one thing that they're good at doing and it's yeah. really sad. I think it it's is very sad. It's sad. Not everyone can turn out like Fred Savage. <laughs> Not everybody. Awesome. He is awesome. But maybe he was given those tools. Like maybe he had parents I that- think he had good parents. It was mm. something that he's he I I don't think he's from LA or anything like that. Um I listened to him on um the podcast with Dax Shepherd everyday experts or we're not experts or whatever it's Mm. called and he just did it was a fun thing that his he he and his friend used to do go to these auditions just for fun Mm. and they got he got like a commercial ad or something like that and then it just became bigger and it was always something that he kind of wanted to do not something that his parents pushed him into and then he went and did he went. He stopped, and he went to college. And a lot of people did that. Nat- uh, Natalie Portman went yeah, to college. Of yeah. Um, yeah. And then you think of other people, like in the UK. Well, you think about the Harry Potter kids. <clears throat> yeah. So you just need to be English, or have like it's clear that it's the child's choice to go into the business, mm. not the parents' choice, mm. yeah. or at least, like you say, a good support network. Yeah. Yeah. Like having parents that maybe are a little bit more diverse, like you say, they're not focused on. The kid becoming an actor. Yeah. I it's don't like know. if you want to do it, it's your choice as opposed to do it. Like, yeah. You know, so. And another child actor, of course, is uh, Jake Lloyd. Do, do, do you remember who Jake Lloyd is? He sounds familiar. Mm. No, no idea. Jake Lloyd is Anakin Skywalker. Oh. oh. I thought his name was... Nope, I was going to say Hayden Christensen and then I realised that, no, no, that's... That's Jake Lloyd when he grows up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so, uh, so 20 years since he hit the screen. Yep, 20 years since uh, Jake Lloyd was Anakin Skywalker on our screens. We, we had wow. so much, uh, you know, we had so much, you know, faith and so much <laughs> anticipation that this was going to be an amazing film and then George Lucas kicked us all square in the nuts, even if we didn't have nuts. <laughs> <laughs> In the pubic bone region yeah. for ladies hurts too. Quite painful. Us Very, what about painful. a punch in the boob? Yeah. Oh. oh, no one likes punch in the boob. Really painful. But it was mm-hmm. it was weird though that uh, seeing seeing Phantom Menace because I kind of convinced myself it was a good film mm. <laughs> when I first saw it. It was and I saw it twice. Like um, before the opening night, uh, I, I kind of saw it twice because it was at Hoyt Cinema City, which now yeah. no longer exists. Um, and I went to the, there was a, uh, like reviewer screening that was at like eight o'clock or nine o'clock, I think. I oh, know, sorry, it was at probably six thirty, and then there was midnight screenings. So I, I watched, uh, Phantom Menace, and then I came out, and then my friend Jason, uh, was waiting to go into the midnight screening, and he was like, oh, you gotta, you know, come along and see it with us. I was like, 
how this is not going to be tickets left. That's that's ridiculous. Wow. Uh, I'll go downstairs if there's any if there's a ticket, I'll get it and I'll come and see it with you at midnight. And so I went downstairs. And I said, "This is probably a stupid question, but have you got any tickets left for the Phantom Menace?" And they went, "Yes, we've got one." Oh, <laughs> oh my god. god! Maybe it was meant to be. Yeah. Maybe so, it was. Meant so maybe to be. that's why, like, you kind of um, uh, what do you call it? Um, where you glorified the whole experience in your mind. Yeah. So you, like you made it into a good movie, but really it was just a really good experience. Like you're lucky to get the ticket. You got to see it with friends. Mm. You got to see it twice in a row. I can't believe you ever thought that was a good movie. It was just uh, like you don't really break it down until you've seen it uh, like a few times. Mm. And there'd been such a gap of Star Wars films. So, you know, and to see them on the big screen as well, because before that he actually did a the re-release of the special editions mm. on the big screen. Yeah. And you got these um, uh, passport things and you got like a stamp each time you saw the, the, the films. So there was a whole build-up to it, you know, and it was like you're getting more Star Wars. You never thought you'd get more Star Wars but getting more Star Wars and so it was it was great to go and see it and then all of a sudden it was like midi-chlorians and you're going what the <laughs> oh that was the most uh, it's a blood disease what yeah <laughs> yeah I I have yet to finish that film because I've watched it twice and fallen asleep in the same point twice oh no I did no. finish it eventually I watched it I forced myself to watch it for the third time can't remember anything but the two times that I watched it and fell asleep it was at the same point the big you know council meeting Thing, the really boring, like yeah. we're all the, um, just like. <sighs> <laughs> but the start of it's relatively fun, like you know, with the pod races and stuff. That mm. bit's fun, and then it beca- And why does everyone demonize Jim Jar Jar Binks? Like, yeah, he's an annoying character, but I feel like we've given him. I I feel like we've. I really? think people focus their hatred for the movie on that one character, which right. I think was ridiculous. When in actual fact, the whole movie is a steaming, a steaming pile of poo, not just him. Not just a pile of boo, a steaming pile of boo. Yeah. I do like in the Senate scene, though, that you know, like you're looking out for certain things and if you look closely, you'll see like some Wookiees in the mm. in the Senate and some ETs in the Senate. That's, that's oh, the, that's right. Yeah, that's what I love looking for. Little nod to his friend. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yes. <laughs> it's like, really? That's what you're going to save the movie with is a couple of ETs in the audience? In I, the just, I just wonder if like if there'll be a point where like Star Wars gets rebooted, like we mm. we, we get like the 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 movies exist. Not they, while he's alive, it won't. No, no, not while George is alive. No, no, no. <laughs> but when he dies, like, do, do, you think, do you think they'll they'll just go let's remake him? I think that fans are too precious, and people are really precious about remakes. What's the one that's coming out? Um, that they just sort of looked at Princess doing? Bride. Princess Bride. Ooh. People are up in arms about Snow White. People are just like, you what? You're going to what? I've no. never seen Snow White, so I don't care. <laughs> so It'll be very yeah. interesting to see how they do Snow White these days, though, because mm. like, at the end of the film, you've got ostensibly a dead girl and a guy comes up and goes, can I kiss her? Yeah. <laughs> There's Ooh. problems with all of those old things, though. I mean, um, Bryce has been given a whole bunch of, like, fairy tale books um from my nan and you know they look nice but the story is the same so he pulled out Hansel and Gretel the other day and I started reading it for him and I'm like oh I don't like this book at all and you know she's fattening up this boy to eat him Mm. and I didn't even finish the book Bryce is like 
I don't like this book. Aww. And so I stopped reading it and then he pulled out um, something else, which uh, I think he pulled out Snow White and I'm like, no, no, there's an evil witch in that one too. Don't read that one. Yeah. And then he went to bed and he goes, it doesn't feel safe in here. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no. So I just have moved those books. Wow. So wow. He liked Alice in Wonderland though. That's also we've a got movie. The, or the no, book. We, we've got the book and then he asked to watch the movie and he watched it twice in a row. Interesting. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> It's kind of cool. Yeah, he's, he's going to grow up with taste because he's going to be forced into it. <laughs> you must have taste. He's watched E.T. a bundle of times. He loves it. Um, so Forrest Gump is 25 years old. And I was going, yeah, this is not, not as good as I remember. What was that movie that came out? Was it The Butler that came out a few years ago? And it felt like The Butler was a version of um, Forrest Gump where this particular butler just happened to be in a really important place yeah. in time, like for all of these events. And Forrest Gump sort of was that. He was like Elvis Presley happened to stay with him. Yeah. And, you know, he met the president. I think it was a cute premise at the time. It was, it was. And Hayley Joel Obsman was in that as Little Forest, Mm. Little Baby Forest. Run, Forest, run. Make me a bird fly fly far away from here. Like there's a lot of lines in there that are still very quotable. And I remember my dad took me out of school to go and see this film. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So um, Score a day of school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know whether he was trying to earn brownie points. I don't care. I got got out of school. Maybe I'm just remembering that badly. He won't remember it all. I won't even bother asking him. But anyway. You know, a, like, so don't ask my dad to verify the story because he won't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what it's like? You have these really crystal clear memories of childhood and you go and talk to your parents about them. And they're like, whatever. And they're like, I don't remember that at all. And I'm like, because oh. it wasn't a big day for them. It wasn't a big deal. But for you, it was a massive deal. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, talking to mum about some medical stuff the other day. As I was just like, yeah, because remember like, um, like uh, some medication that I'd had as a kid and she's like going, Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm just like, how, like, uh, moron. (laughs) (laughs) There's other things that my mum's forgotten. I'm like, how? How? Mm. I thought that was a big deal or something. And nope. I don't know whether she's just got a bad memory or if events just weren't very important to her at the time. I don't know. And yet they remember all the good things like, Remember how you used to have like a um, imaginary friend or like yeah. all those useful? Oh no, she you- remembers you were playing outside when you were three years old and you pissed your pants and I smacked your bum because I was so angry with you and it was the last time you pissed your pants. And I'm like, of all the things to remember, you want to remember the time when I weed my pants when I was three? Wow. I mean, ow, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Can't you remember anything better? Parents are weird. I know, but I do. I do love her. Um, Shawshank Redemption, twenty-five years. Does it? I feels longer. I, I find it surprising that Shawshank Redemption and Forrest Gump are both twenty-five. Shawshank feels much older to me. It does, and you know the thing is that that film was never really big until it got to de- yeah. blue. It- not Blu-ray or DVD, VHS, yeah. and I didn't realize that at the time. It got repeated on TV. All the time, and then it became this classic Sick film. Yeah, um, I, I think that someone might not have ever seen that movie. Yeah, I've never seen Shawshank. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So yeah, we were watching. <laughs> She's walking out. We were watching uh, Last, Last Man. Man on Earth. Yeah, Last Man on Earth, and there. <laughs> 
is basically a whole series where two of the characters quote the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> oh, no. And Lewis never let on. He had no idea what they were on about. I've heard. Did you not know until after the event that he'd never seen it? Yeah. I'd heard the lines. I've, I've heard the lines before. I know that, uh, you know, uh, Morgan Freeman's in it. And, like, they were just doing all the Morgan Freeman yeah. narrations and mm. stuff. You guys have got to watch that TV show. Yeah. It's freaking hilarious. You have to watch this film. Well, I, I do because I, I, on the, the Washington Post podcast, I listened mm. to a thing about the Shawshank Redemption, everyone says it's their favourite film. And yeah, every footballer in, <laughs> in Australia, yeah. every AFL player, when they get interviewed, favourite film, always Shawshank Redemption, probably just because it's, it's safe an easy, it's, it's safe. Mm. They're not going to be like, oh, I love Van Wilder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Van Wilder, man, what year was that? Oh, that's got to be before I don't know. Mean Girls. It's got to be before Mean And that's girls. something I haven't seen. No. Is he, is if Ryan, is the story that Ryan Reynolds is like uh, a college person helping other college people get laid or something? No, no, no. He's a party planner. Oh, okay. So basically party the same liaison. thing. Party liaison. Liaison. So he's no, trying to he get is, people he's laid. He's enrolled in college. Um, he keeps yeah, on yeah. flunking classes so he can oh, stay yeah. there. That's right. Um, that was 2002. Oh, there you mm. go. So, anniversary movie. Um. <laughs> 17 Aww. years old? We're, we're at 25 now, so I just want to point out now, uh, um, Cecilia, how old are you? I'm 27. 27. So we've got to the point now where <clears throat> all the films that we'll talk about from here on in, yeah. you weren't alive when they were when they came out. This is true. Yeah. Wow. This is true. It's very interesting. Because there's two from 89 here. One mm. of them is a, one of Lewis's biggest, most loved films, and the other one is one of one my favourite films, yeah. one that I could quote in my sleep. So... Um, would you like to take on Batman first? Well, I could quote Batman in my sleep. It's like, <laughs> what are you? I'm Batman. So like, that was that. I mean, just uh, everything leading up to it, yeah. like because it was we didn't have the internet back then. Uh, it was just like seeing stuff on TV and then seeing magazines, and you see Michael Keaton there mm. on the you know in the bat suit and, and stuff like that. This was really exciting because it'd been a big drought of superhero films for a very long time. And so when it came out, I was I convinced my mum and dad to drop me and my brother off at the um, uh, Co- at Como um, the Signet 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 yeah. uh, at, at the Signet to see Batman, and then uh, they they picked us up to look back back to grandma and grandpa's, and it was yeah it was amazing. It was just like I just could not because you were it. at a decent age to get excited about the film and see the film like because mm. how old would you have been 12 13 i don't know um yeah like 13 14 i think yeah, yeah somewhere around there yeah because i think jurassic park was oh, the first oh, film i was allowed to go see by myself and when i mean yeah, by myself i mean with my brother <laughs> but <laughs> you know that was as close Without as i was gonna get units. Yeah. yeah that's right when i was still in like primary school uh like you know probably seven year seven and that uh and then in, into early high school i'd on the weekends i'd generally take myself into the city and uh go to see a movie and and those kind of things but uh yeah it was uh batman was one of those ones where i was hanging out to see it hanging out and it was it did not disappoint it, it was still it's still even though like you know it's probably a bit cheesy and stuff by today's standards, I still think it's a, a seminal movie. And I, my memory of the film is so bad, I'm trying to remember if Danny DeVito as the penguin was That's in a, that one Batman or if Returns. Returns, yeah. Yeah. okay, fair enough. The- is this the one with Jim Carrey, or is he in? No, that's that's an uh, altogether. That's, that's the third one, one or something. Okay, forever. that's the one that I remember. Mm. Is that the one with George Clooney? Uh, that's Batman and Robin. 
Oh my okay. gosh, there's there too go. many. Of them. Okay, there are too many because that's and what I've... I just remember the Jim Carrey one because I used to be obsessed with Jim Carrey. And was the Jim Carrey? Did that also have Mr. Freeze in it and Uma Thurman? No, no, that was. Oh. <laughs> we, we have not got this. No. We have not we got this. So so, okay, so let me just uh, just just so you know. He's gonna mansplain it. Do we have to? No, I don't think we. I, I think no. we'll do that off air. Yeah, I, I can. We can wiki that shit, wiki. can't we? Wiki, um, wiki. The other film that I can't believe is thirty years old is When Harry Met Sally. I didn't get to enjoy this film when it came out because I was eight, and it would have been a really inappropriate film for an eight-year-old, especially like the cafe scene where she's you know. Pretending to have an OG and uh, <clears throat> an original. What? <laughs> um, but I don't know why I call it an OG. An orgasm. Oh, oh look at you getting all adults about it. <laughs> <laughs> Never but heard I, an orgasm being called an OG. No, I know. I don't know where I went with that one. But I I came to it in my like teens or something. Like actually in my early twenties, and I watched it over and over and over and over again. And when I went to um, America for the first time, I went to Seattle and they had this place where they um, sold uh, scripts. And so I have the When Harry oh, Met Sally oh, script. Wow. And there's parts from that movie that I just know completely off by heart. And it's got it's got um, Carrie Fisher in it as well. Like, mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously Meg Ryan and, and Billy Kristen and all mm-hmm. that stuff. And every time I quote, I want to quote the scene where she's like, Helen, and there's only like two people who are going to remember why that quote is just so funny. But anyway, because they're singing, they're at a store, she's going horses, 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 and then, no, that's Sleepless in Seattle. Sorry. Yeah, anyway, but the Helen bit is from Harry Met Sally. Well, those it's making no sense to, to anybody together, yeah, apart from my friend Sarah. Seattle. Yeah. It's, anyway. it's interesting that Ghostbusters and A Nightmare on Elm Street are both 35 years old. Hang on. Can we talk about 30-year-old movies? Oh, no, no. I, what else is 30 years old? Oh, there's so many. Like, <laughs> But um, the one that I had actually been thinking about recently and I could not remember the name of it for life of me is The Wizard. Do you guys remember that movie? No. It was um, oh, with familiar. Fred Savage? Yeah, Fred Savage. I never and they, saw it. Oh, my goodness. It's like totally based on the NES and this um, – this kid's like some sort of like NES player savant and so they're taking him to go and I think they go to Universal Studios or something like that and, they're in, they do some sort of competition. They're Is that the one with the power glove? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And then you've got that guy that's like all like mean and stuff yeah. and he plays the whole, with the glove. The whole thing was just an adver- advertisement for this uh, yeah. power glove. Mm. Which oh. I don't think was really successful no. at all. <laughs> um, um, but some ones that I'm surprised weren't on your list. Um, so Back to the Future Part 2. Oh, see, I, I used an article. I didn't write. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love your methods. Yeah, so I'm basing it on whatever was on that yeah, article. good. Um, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh, my God. I Can remember we talk getting about that, that for a out second? From the, mo- uh, from the video store so many times. So, so, so many times. Because my cousins would always have it out and, like, mum and dad wouldn't let us watch anything so ridiculous as that. And so we used to go around there and watch it all the time. What wow. number are we thinking of? 69, <laughs> dude. And they're doing a yes. remake, yeah, and I'm so excited. Not a remake. Oh, sorry, a no, no. Remake, yeah. so I'm cool. very excited. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. intrigued to see whether uh, Wild Stallions just never got up 
uh, got <laughs> off, got up and running. I don't know. It'll be, yeah, I'm, I'm liking the whole idea. I think two, two of the films I'm really looking forward to is Jay and Silent Bob reboot. <gasps> yeah. Yes. And, and the next, uh, uh, Bill and Ted's Ted, film. Yeah. It's called Bill and Ted's, uh, Bill and Ted's, what happens? Uh, I can't remember. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to Walkers. Find it. No, no I don't I'll give know. you some more of the um, other titles. It must have been a real sequel year because Ghostbusters two came out that year as well. Mm. Weekend at Bernie's. Tell Weekend you the funniest story, oh story about Weekend at Bernie's. We went to the drive-ins once when we were traveling around Australia when we first got here. So mum and dad were like, let's go to the drive-ins. They'll be fun. And it was like a triple bill. Wow. No, a double bill. Sorry. Um, the first movie was Milo and Otis. Oh, God. And we are all bored to death. We are just yeah. like, oh, my God, this is terrible. The second movie, I was like nine, was Weekend at Bernie. <laughs> pretty sure I saw that pretty young as well. <laughs> I'm like, hilarious. I wonder what that white stuff is that they're like <laughs> sticking up their nose. I know. Do they snort so coke in that film? <laughs> I think they do. Bill and, Ted, Bill and Ted face the music. Face oh, the music. Oh, right. Yep. Um, Dead Poets Society was also that year. <gasps> oh, Captain, my Captain. Mm. And Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Wow. So, oh, that's the third one, isn't it? Wow. Yeah. Mm, with Sean. <laughs> There's one movie I used to get out all the time called Don't Tell Mum the Babysitter. Oh, oh, my God. Dishes are done, man. That's like <laughs> 29, 28, 29 years. Wait. Oh, sorry, I picked the no, I think we both did. Uh, 1991, that come out. I used to get that out all the time. Um and then there's something about Mary, but that's not as old as I actually thought. That's 1998. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I think. Um, oh. Did the babysitter one have David Duchovny in it? Or no, he was in. Uh, um, had he Christina was, Applegate. He in was it. in uh, Beethoven. It does. Doesn't the guy who did the dishes are done man like that shot the dishes? He carries around dishes that are signed by himself. He does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't think he's got much going on. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. But I think it's pretty funny. But I mean, the oh no, one... David Duchovny was in. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was in there along with um, yeah, Christina Applegate, Keith Coogan, Josh Charles, Josh Charles, uh, Joanna Cassidy. Because I just remember, um, yeah, she was like nineteen, oh. and they spent all the money, and then she had to. Oh no, she was a teenager or something. Yeah, she and was like she... at work. What yeah. about Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Oh, oh my goodness! Good... How old is that? <laughs> this is just us <laughs> randomly going. How old is How that? Was that movie? Big. When did Big come out? <laughs> Karate Kid um, Part Three was a uh, 1989 as well. Oh yeah, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is 1989. I reckon. Sorry. I reckon Big was Big was around uh, Batman. Uh, Batman came out, so I loved in the that movie. Late 90s, I reckon. You reckon? Yeah. Wow, it's incredible to think that some of these films uh, are just that old. <laughs> did you Did you want hey, to Did you want to leave it at the 30 year mark and uh, 30 year anniversary mark and and maybe we'll pick this up a little bit later in another episode. I think so. Yeah, what do you reckon, guys? Let's do it. I was just looking at the time and just going, wow, <laughs> we can talk. We can talk. We, we always really surprise can. ourselves how much we can talk. Mm. I guess that's why we have a podcast, because we must talk. Lewis, you haven't talked much. Do you want to wrap this one up? Thank you very much for listening to uh, Tangent City. Uh, if you'd like to uh, listen to more of the podcasts on the General Pop Culture Network, we do have more shows. Like uh, there is Unscripted Film Show, uh, which is Cecilia, Rachel, and myself talking about films every week, uh, which is which is kind of cool. Uh, you've also got Diz Down Under, which is Cat and I talking about Disney things. Uh, we've also got Wozcast, which Cat gets on uh, random people to drink whiskey and talk about it. I want to be that random person. Oh, you can totally be that random person. <laughs> um, and, 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 and am I forgetting anything? Uh, Diz? I think, 
They've talked about Disney Under already. Uh, talked about Wozcast. Unscripted. Talked about Unscripted. Oh, and also Tangent you're listening City, to Tangent City. Yeah, so I've, I think we've covered everything. I've covered them off. There you go. And, you know, we've got Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. You know where to find stuff. Just use the internet. Yeah. And if you like the show, please uh, write a review and give us some stars. And that helps people find us, apparently. Apparently. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> Bye. We'll catch you next time. Bye, Bye guys. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.